0: Another week, another episode of Talk About That. I'm John, here with Johnny. Hey there. And we are very excited to be uh, a little bit on the mend. We're back, baby. Yeah, I mean, we both went down with uh, whatever this is. You can't
1: defeat us, creepin' crud. I mean, you kind of did defeat us for like a week or two. Yeah, but we were down but not out. I mean, I was out. You were out? Part of it was the day that you wanted to do I was really sick, and then you couldn't do it the other day, and then I had to leave town. Right. So right. it's just kind of a yeah, I was out passing town ships the, in the night. Yeah.
0: I was out of town for a book thing the day that you wanted to do it after the day that you had to call. Yeah. It was just a...
1: Then I was in Macon. Yeah. Georgia.
0: Macon. Oh, not Macon, Oregon. I thought you were...
1: Macon, Oregon? I'm just kidding. I don't know. if Is that that's a thing? Right. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I was up there and I did a show with my buddy, Ed Wiley. Oh, yeah. You the know goat, Ed? The goat farmer. He's a goat farmer and comedian and uh, what makes impressionist. One a, what makes one a goat farmer instead of a goat herder? A I think a farmer just farm. has them on their ranch and just lets them. He says they're basically pets at this point. I talked to him about it. At this point, it's like Ed told me that he's got like 70, I think. No and they're way. all just pets because he goes, we don't. We were milking them at one time, he said, and I was just like, oh, my God, I can't imagine milking 70 goats. Now was just milking it for comedy. Yeah, it's just, they're just there until, and he said they get parasites and they, one of them will just, they're very fragile uh, health-wise. One of them will just get sick and you won't know what it is. He said you pull down their eyes and you look to see, like, what color their eye, their lower eye is, and that tells you how the parasite count is up or the, it's crazy. It's a whole thing with goats. But again, I have things that I just bought a scooter. So, what am I going to say? We just went to lunch and I parked beside this sweet hog. There's no return investment on a scooter? No, there's none. It's a nice bike. But you
0: didn't set out thinking the scooter would bring you. No,
1: I thought this would be fun to ride around. And it's so hot right now on it, but yeah.
0: It's proving to be fun.
1: It's so fun.
0: Do you sweat when you're on it?
1: no because you're get going now, if you're a traffic light a long time you feel it for sure and i got a little sun on my face the other day i had a show at zany's and that i just got added to my buddy uh, john christ was doing a show there and he was like or i asked him if i could get on the show he said sure man come on down and I, we rode all day that day then we went downtown to get some lunch and rode back and the sun was like 90 degrees mm-hmm. and i got back and my nose was just like you, know, you have you, a helmet on with yeah, a but it doesn't cover the no no i don't okay, have, the, don't have the, i just got the mask. half helmet
0: you need the face. I need a full sweet, face guard.
1: Yeah, but that, but you, that does make you hot. You put wear one of those in ninety degrees. Yeah, now it's shaded like, though. I wonder if they come with like little
0: fans inside. They
1: know some of them have vents though.
0: They should put a fan inside. Why is no one thinking of this?
1: Like an electric fan in your helmet. Yes. How big do you think this helmet is, John?
0: Well, I'm not talking about a big fan. <laughs> <laughs> it's so a tiny dumb. little airflow fan. You know.
1: Right. Well, all that said, I got some. I had a big red nose. I had to actually take. I was in the bathroom. I was like, I need to, and I told my wife, I was like, I need to borrow some of your like powder. Oh, so wow. I put some of my wife's powder on my nose, like foundation. It's
0: interesting you would say that because you never wear makeup on anything.
1: No, 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 I never. And I, yeah. and even when I did my taping, I didn't want makeup until I realized my eyes. I have deep set eyes that yeah. make me look a hundred, or like I'm always <laughs> tired. Right. Be like, did you get some rest? Yeah, I slept twelve hours. <laughs> this is just my face now, <laughs> and so I had Kelsey do who did my hair, and then she also did. I said, all I want is makeup under my eyes to make me look the age that I am and not 20 years older. So she did that. So we had a photo shoot uh, last week. Laura and I needed new headshots
0: for an event coming up. And... And I realized when I went on that Nashville Today show, mm-hmm. like you, you pointed it out.
1: I didn't. I wasn't rude about Did it. but you, I was just like, oh, man, that no, head was shiny. I wouldn't,
0: I wouldn't say what you said was really polite, though. <laughs> like, it may not have been on the rude side, but man, I noticed like my head was absolutely yeah. glistening, like the top of the Chrysler Building. Mm-hmm. Like it was shiny, and so she put a little makeup on my a little head powder on started, there.
1: Yeah. Well, it was just one of those things where I knew I was going to be under those hot lights, and it's going to be like, bam. And the thing is, controlling the narrative. I just want them to listen to my jokes and laugh at the things that I want to laugh. So if you walk distracted. out there with a big Rudolph, it's like a weird thing. Yeah. It's the same thing we talked about with how we look. It's like, I'm okay with being average looking. I don't want to be distractingly right. fat on stage or distractingly like weird looking. Right. And so that's kind of I'm trying to clean it up a little bit.
0: Yeah, I want the content of what I'm going to do mm-hmm. to be what... Yeah, hopefully. You but that's remember.
1: insecurity. I mean, it's fine. I mean, it's not like people would not care. If I was four hundred pounds, I don't think people would care as long as they liked my jokes. But I, I would feel it, and it would affect my confidence. Yeah. So
0: you think about uh, Winston Churchill? No one cared what he looked like. They didn't. He wasn't a
1: looker. He was a jolly. But he's not like uh, he's got an essence to him. You know what I'm saying? Like how certain big people. Yeah. They don't. They're not off-putting. They're not off-puttingly weird-looking, like Newman. Like Newman's this heavy guy yeah. on Seinfeld, but you don't think of him as ugly or good looking. You just think of him as he's got this essence to him yeah. that's funny. Well, you know, George Costanza yeah. had that. They always made it in the
0: show where he was going out with really attractive women and things like that. Uh-huh. And But like he kind of knew he wasn't the attractive right. one, but wasn't Marissa, Torme who,
1: Marissa Torme, yeah who,
0: who had a thing for him? Yeah. Yeah, which is hilarious he, as herself on the show.
1: Right. Which was, yeah. That was a, probably an unbelievable plot point, but still, it could happen. <laughs> I've seen, look, i married up. It happens. No, I was going to say, I, f- I feel like George Costanza who married up. Yeah. Yeah,
0: like I feel like That's that a good
1: day. analogy. Yeah. Right yeah. There. Well, Just, it's all right. Speaking
0: of my wife, she did stand in for you, uh, and I thought she did a great job co-hosting the podcast. Well, Laura does week. a
1: great job. She does. She's, She's awesome.
0: She brought a lot of like... She, she you know, she brings that research level stuff she's reading. And, I' don't, we and, don't need and, you know, any of that. I know.
1: I'm right. glad it's not a regular party because people would start expecting that. right. We just want to talk about a subject that we know very little about right. And then at the end, you just go, but what do I know? And then you just move on. <laughs> and then you bring somebody on who knows something, you're like, oh, oh man. Oh, no. Yeah. That's brutal. Yeah, the expectations. Probably we have less and less guests, because they'll just make us look stupid. <laughs> like,
0: y'all, Yo, you do stuff, huh? And research things. Oh, oh man.
1: What's that like? You've got peer-reviewed data on this? Yeah. Uh, I had a friend who said something one time, though. Right. I saw it on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. So I had an experience. Uh, I went to the movies the other day, uh, and... I pee a lot in the movies. In the movies. I get the big drink. It's my fault, right? And I don't know if you do this. Do you, do you not eat or drink in the movies? What do you do? I What's eat your and
0: drink in the movies.
1: So, But then you're, you're, you know you're going to make yourself miss part of the movie. Do you know, I have a really...
0: You have a big bladder? High, I have a high-functioning bladder. I'm not sure of its size. I can only state that I can go a long time without having to go to the bathroom. But
1: those drinks are humongous, John. I know, man. I can't help You're it. You're chugging that soda? You probably don't get soda, though.
0: I will get a Coke Zero. It's the movies.
1: Yeah, that's right. The So you treat yourself.
0: Like, that's one of the places we might, we'll have some popcorn.
1: Yeah, it's good stuff. Like, not
0: a lot, but what are you going to do? It's not keto, but come on, But bro. after,
1: like, the third time, I'm having to step around people. Well, you guys in the f- end. No, I feel bad. Yeah. So literally the third time I came back, I leaned into the woman who I just walked over for the third and I go, they catheterized me this time. So I kind of reassured her, you know, that this won't be a problem (laughs) from here on out. Yeah, she did. Okay, good. But I was like, this won't be a problem from here on out. I think we're good. We're all set.
0: It must be nice to be you, walk through life and say just clever, funny things to people in normal situations like that. you know what
1: I'm saying? What about dogs, man? They just pee wherever they want. Your dog, for instance, just goes. Everywhere. You just go in the movie.
0: He doesn't care. He doesn't care. We talked about him a lot on on the last podcast. (laughs) Ace. (laughs) Poor Ace. Ace. um, He does get, Laura was, was pointing out last night, like, if he's out of his crate, one of us is yelling at him. Like oh, and we're, we're petting him too it's and bad. talking to him, yeah. but it's like if you can't see him for a second, Ace, 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 like you know, it's a, because he's probably off peeing or pooping somewhere, even yeah. though he just went two minutes ago. Man, you know, one of our listeners sent uh, sent me a message saying that they have a six week doggy boot camp.
1: I saw that, and you send them all recommendation, and he
0: comes back trained. Let me tell you something.
1: There's one of those in town here too.
0: Yeah, oh, it's in town.
1: There, no that's not what he was talking about because I think he lives in Iowa.
0: He was saying it was in Georgia. Okay, well, this per,
1: this person lives here, and they do a six-week, because that's who trained Greta, Seth's dog. Man, I'm going to tell you something. Just but I don't know if they the trained night, her to... They they were just trying to train Greta not to run off into the woods and respond to her name and stuff.
0: Now, Ace is... He, we have a bell by the door, <laughs> and he does. He he He's doing it. It's so like Pavlov. So it's just not... We well, asked the idea. It's just that it's not necessarily that he's learned oh he's like oh yeah I do potty outside he knows mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. but it's not necessarily that he knows that I'm not allowed to also potty inside like whether or not he's, he hasn't defined the spaces right. he just knows it happens just in, potty both, in both, both places. places so if you catch him awesome
1: my dogs love the park it, it seems like no matter even if they have gone already in our yard and then we take them to the dog this big dog park we have two rivers mm-hmm. and it's, it's the largest dog park in Tennessee it's huge it's like 80 something acres it's got a big track around. It. It's beautiful. Is that Nashville or Lebanon? It's uh, near uh, McGavick. Okay, Nashville. High school. Yeah. yeah. So we drive out there every now and again, and they, when they get out there, it's something about the soothing pastoral images. It's just very conducive for dogs to be like, here's my spot, <laughs> and uh, which is fun, and I love the dog park, because you get a scoop there. You got It's a social contract. <laughs> scoop it. Okay? Don't leave it. Right. And I like that. But now Toby, Except when you're scooping it, that's not right. So Toby, if he doesn't, who I have is a mix. He's a pit bull and lab mix, so he loves the ball. So we take the little ball thrower, chuck it thing. But and he's totally focused on it. But right. who could be who could be expected to just throw a ball like a normal human with your hands? Well, no, you got to pick up the slobbery ball though. So the chuck it keeps you from having to do that. Gotcha. Is it, it called chuck it? It's called a chuck it. Gotcha. And you just it's a little thing and it's got a little hook on the end like a high light basket. You just huh. throw it. It's great. There you go. So it keeps you from getting your hand all gross. So it's great, except for when we don't, when we just want to just walk around the track, Toby doesn't know how to be a normal dog. Mm. And so he starts with the humping. And again, mm. Toby's neutered. Mm-hmm. There's nothing happening. Mm-hmm. He shouldn't even have those desires. It's a, And I read that it's an aggression thing. It's a, uh, ner- he's nervous. Wow. So he's trying to establish dominance a little bit. Okay. But the other dog's people don't know that they just know oh no right. this pitbull and you're mix trying to explain it yeah and it's like we, so I. Have to take,
0: just, it's just him feeling aggressive he's
1: just <laughs> right he's nervous don't you know and you would never that's not no so it's Next like i gotta get him out of there won't cut it so when he starts with that we got to get him out of there before he ends up on a registry basically <laughs> it's not cool at all for us it's not a fun trip so now we have to take the ball and the chuck it Wow. And uh, so, but they love it, but it's too hot now. It's too hot to take them right now to the park. Ace, has, Ace has been engaging in similar behavior. He humps? Yes.
0: Wow. Um, at that young. And I can't talk about this actually. never mind. I, I can't. <laughs> I'm trying to think of all the listeners. I'll just say there's interesting conversations in the house. Because yeah.
1: It's not, it's not. You're trying to figure out physiologically how to explain.
0: Well, I'm, I'm just not explaining. Oh. But other people in the house don't know what it is.
1: And yeah. Assume
0: it's just like funny, you know, kind of thing. It's well, like, it's well, it is kind of funny. It, it, it is, and and we're just avoiding. I did buy a book, not about that. And you
1: hit him with the book, and then he <laughs> still wouldn't stop. <laughs>
0: I'm, I'm trying to figure out how to have better conversations about all of these things as they relate to
1: that's the old Bob Smiley has a, a bit about that about how he got the strong-willed child book from James Dobbs and he said it really helped because it's a big book so when you hit him with it you know <laughs> <laughs> that's funny I like that
0: it's got a little bit of a shadow yeah just a tiny bit dog. of like it's, you
1: may be abusing your kids right we're gonna laugh at it
0: <laughs> yeah so yeah but Ace is he's he's, um, he's a problem listen I love the dog I, I want to let this know. That,
1: Do you regret buying this dog?
0: Here's the, Did I even have a choice? I think... No, you I don't... You always
1: have a choice whether to buy a dog, Joe. No,
0: and here's the deal. There's a lot of things. There's things in my house, and Laura and I are talking about this right now. There's things in my house that... This dog was going to happen to Mm -hmm. us with or without my consent. So
1: you believe in, like, Manifest Destiny. This dog was meant to be in your life.
0: No, I believe that the other two females in the house, that that they conspired against me for so long. And then we put this into a birthday present. Oh, yeah. How am I going to get out of that, you know? So do I love Ace? Yes. And, And do Ace and I have good moments? Yes, we do. Do I talk sweet to him and... Play with yes. Do all you those ask things. yourself
1: questions and then answer them? Do, probably. Uh, do
0: I constantly?
1: This oh, is a very preacher. You're doing a very preacher way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I did. We got ace. Why? Because. <laughs> the professors always say why. <laughs> you know, I did this in the membership <laughs>
0: class, and I was being funny. Uh, but I did that. I did that exact thing for mm-hmm. about, I guess, three minutes. And, mm-hmm. and, and is is it possible that this and that and this and that? Well, yes, this and I and I just kept going like that. You know, and one of them was like how long can you do
1: this like (laughs) they're just mouths open like how is he doing is it
0: possible i may also begin speaking of john in the third person while i'm asking these questions yes john
1: could do that john could do such a thing (laughs) oh it was so
0: funny but um no it's like for example like have you ever bought a cow no so this is a thing
1: i think you'd know it if i bought a cow
0: not a cow that's alive. Oh. Like a cow from a butcher shop. And oh, so, right. You like buy half
1: a cow or something. Several you years ago. split a cow ago, with a friend. Right. Several it's years very ago. Tennessee thing. It is a
0: very Tennessee or thing. Or Texas. And so my brother in law, he's all like, hey, we're going to get a cow. I'm crossbowing my. It'd be in-law. funny to
1: say, like, hey, let's split a cow. And then you get like the head and the <laughs> hooves, you know, like, hey, we split the cow. In a bag. That's there right. You, you just yeah. send you in a bag. Yeah. And so
0: we talked, we, we kind of uh, batted this idea back and forth, I think, for several years kind of thing. And then finally last year, the cow happened. Uh, we were going to go get half of a cow, yeah by that, what that means is is I paid a thousand dollars basically wow. okay and, and 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 so then I drove to Crossville with a truck load full of coolers Ow. and picked up this cow. We have an extra
1: freezer and and
0: truthfully man,
1: I would have an eye on that freezer. If I had a thousand dollars worth of meat in a freezer, I would be like checking it every day.
0: It was a hard investment for me. At first, because at first I thought it was going to be like 650 or 700. When was this you did this? I did this last year. It's been almost
1: Did you year. eat all the meat?
0: The meat is almost all gone now. Wow. And so that's the thing. My wife's like, John, we have, especially the ground beef, because, you mm-hmm. know, chili or spaghetti or anything like that, like we've, we've never had to buy ground beef in a year. But I'm like, honey, I have not seen the grocery bills go down. Yeah, like that's the big selling point. Is well, what and gonna, it's
1: to say you didn't have to buy beef, you did buy beef. You bought a thousand dollars worth of beef. Well, and there's a lot of there's a lot of nuance to this conversation <laughs> because,
0: like, number one, she says yes, but it's grass fed beef instead okay. of the grain fed beef that you buy in the grocery store, which is not as good for you. So we ate a lot of red meat, but it grass-fed truly red is supposed red to be for you? much better for you.
1: And What's the she, one where they feed it beer and massage it and all that? <laughs> I'm telling you, there's a beef that they do that. They feed it beer. They massage it.
0: I don't know. That that cow has a great life. Well, that's right.
1: the, I think there's a gaffigan bit about that. Like the, the cow is drunk, getting a massage. And they're like, who's the guy with the sickle? You know, <laughs> like when they finally come for it. That's funny. Um, the, and I, I, did, I did.
0: I enjoyed the beef. Yeah, It was great to have it. We did not get the number of steaks that we wanted. But apparently, because, you know, we were splitting it with somebody else. So that's something. I wanted more steaks. We have two steaks left. Okay. We haven't eaten a lot of steaks, and plus, this was right when my wife said, "John, you need to start eating less red meat." We're on keto. Here's a thousand like, dollars worth yeah. of. I'm <laughs> like, okay, what are you doing? You know, but so now she wants to do it again.
1: It's like that Nutrisystem thing where they go order now and get 28 days of free food. It's like these are fat people. I'm a fat person. I don't need twenty eight days of food in my fridge at the same at one time. You know, I can have three get, of these. You get into like day three, you are like, I am out. Nutrisystem. <laughs> Somebody should have put some instructions with this. Now that's funny. I, I here is the deal. I don't know
0: if we're going to do it or not.
1: Yeah. It, it, oh, you thinking about doing it again?
0: Well, that's what this is now. The conversation in our house: a whole cow. And this goes back to Ace,
1: by the way. Whole thing.
0: And I told her the other day because Sadie liked us having the cow. Oh, I
1: thought you were going to say what we're going to do with Ace? <laughs> <laughs> we're going to sell him for parts. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I was like, this feels just like we were having the conversations about about whether or not we're going to get Ace. Yeah. This
1: feels like you can justify. We're it.
0: getting this cow regardless of what John thinks about it. Like it's going to happen. I'm going to drive to Cross. Bowl. You guys need counseling, man. <laughs>
1: I'll tell you what. <laughs>
0: I did like having the cow. I, I did. And it apparently was better for us. I just want to see. She's like, we saved all that money. I was like, mm, I don't know if we did. I
1: don't think people save money. I, I'm of the opinion. Like, even when you get like a raise or you get, like, if you start doing better, maybe you pick up an extra book. Yeah. Do you really feel like, I just feel like my lifestyle somehow absorbs it. I, I agree with you. It's really
0: hard to see the needle move in the grand financial scheme.
1: Maybe there are people that are better at it than I am. It feels good to save money still. Mm-hmm. Like when I, like when I save money, I'm like, oh, that's it's like a good feeling. But it feels good to spend money too. Right? It's like, ooh, I saved that so I can spend this. It feels really good to spend money.
0: It's like exercising so you can eat more. Yeah, it's exactly that. Uh huh. Like it only works if you keep a net, you know, difference uh, that that's noticeable. No, I really believe that it, it's a it's a. Here's her point. Like, think of all the things we made, and then she'll come and bring me the prices from the grocery store. Oh, okay. This much beef that we did actually eat would have cost. So she's correct. Yeah. I have to say this. The amount of beef that we cost, that we bought it in bulk, it would have been a
1: huge, I would feel a lot of pressure to eat beef at every meal if I had $1,000 in my freezer, though. I would eat more red meat.
0: Did we not eat a lot more beef than we would have bought ever at the grocery store?
1: You guys are in good shape, though, now, because you're doing the ketos. But ketos are very you can eat red meat. You can, you can.
0: And I do enjoy, I did. Bacon I
1: enjoy and that. butter all day. I just don't want to spend money. There's a there's a keto cookbook called Bacon and Butter. I think there's a restaurant called Bacon and Butter now. Really? Maybe in Nashville. I can't remember where I saw it, but it was a restaurant called Bacon. I said, is this based on the, because I knew there was a big famous cookbook now. Yeah. It's a keto cookbook called Bacon and Butter. And it's like, that's just, our, like in the 60s and 70s, people would have lost their mind if they knew that we were cooking from a book called Bacon, Bacon and, and Butter. butter right. <laughs> <laughs> even though all of our grandparents ate bacon and butter. Right. But then they to, worked eight hours on a farm after that. Well, exercise is key. Yeah. yeah. It really, really is. He always is. said, my grandpa had biscuits and gravy every day, and he didn't die until he was 92. Yeah. He also, you know, baled hay all day. Right. He exercised. He didn't sit in a cubicle.
0: Right. And probably, though, even the, the biscuit he was eating wasn't processed, right. bleached flour. Like they were, you know, That's everything. Right. I do I do believe even if it's the wrong kind of food, if it's made in better ways, those... I,
1: I found this out the other day. Mm. Did you know that broccoli is a GMO? I did not know. Broccoli that. as we know it was made. It was created like the late 1800s. What? My buddy Aaron was telling me this. No, it was it's a fusion of something else. And I can't remember what the two things are. But it was literally like created. It didn't exist. It's a genetically modified whatever you call it. organism. This is one of those. What's things... GMO stand for? Genetically modified organ organism. I don't know. Anyway, it's a GMO.
0: You know what? This is one of those things where somebody who had actually done real homework on our show. I'm going to look it up right now. But that doesn't. Google. You vamp for me. Okay. So while Johnny's googling, <laughs> broccoli, I should have prepared. But it just reminded me when you said that. And we think broccoli. We think of broccoli as like the base healthy vegetable you know what i'm saying like that's what grandpa ate but the
1: truth is yeah you almost got it yeah it's uh it was a it was a a form of uh cabbage that they uh bred together with like and they made broccoli and cauliflower evidently really yeah is broccoli real or man-made this is one of the things yeah, I'm telling I can't remember the year, but he said it was like 1800s or early 1900s. It was basically breeding cabbages with larger flower buds gave us broccoli and cauliflower. Brassica olerica, a wild cabbage. Wow. So they figured out a way to make stalk cabbage that had smaller, whatever, flower buds, whatever you call those stalky things at the end, you know, the big uh, florets. <laughs> Isn't that what that's called? The floret? Yes so why you, oh, laugh, like you the, laugh but it's fun I know it's just the, with the big stocky thing just the way well I mean we're out of control with cauliflower now we can agree that right like everybody's trying to pass off cauliflower as everything oh these are mashed potatoes no they're not dude stop I,
0: I'm it sorry, I'm sorry gonna, I'm gonna argue about
1: this oh this, this is one. pizza crust no get ready to have the worst pizza of your life <laughs> <laughs> i'm not a fan of the cauliflower as pizza isn't it damp but you have to like uh cheesecloth your cauliflower crust because it's like damp it's like a spongy mess what i am
0: a fan of with cauliflower sorry with the pizza crust is when it's the chicken when they use chicken
1: yeah but then you're just holding a piece of chicken it just feels like i'm eating chicken parmesan when i'm eating the chicken pizza
0: no but it tastes like pizza to me let me tell you something laura
1: makes- you need to have some real pizza how long has it been since you've been on keto seven months eight months it'll be a year in october so you've not had a piece of pizza I've had the toppings off a of pizza. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's like you've been at war. You know, you've not had real, you've had food from like a bag that you add like hot water to in the field. The The truth is,
0: I, Laura makes a keto lasagna. Yes. I don't think you'd be able to tell.
1: I would love it. There's some keto food that I really you, like. Now, Laura Cooks, know, I'm talking about the pre-made stuff right, that you yeah. get that's like the Atkins meals. I or the ate one of
0: those at your house Power. We ate one of those. Those, it wasn't,
1: those aren't terrible, but yeah. It that one's like got an almond flour. It in wasn't it, great. So yeah. It not,
0: wasn't great that day. Me and you both are like, this is, yeah. we, we feel robbed from the pizza experience yeah. right now.
1: And it's not enough. They're little. Yeah. Because that's the whole half the point of keto is you want to eat a lot of food. Yeah. You want to feel full without getting like, fat. She
0: made spaghetti last night. So my mom and my daughter get pasta noodles, but we had spaghetti squash. All right, and and I ate a lot. Like I actually overate for the first What's time. What's the in a ones with time.
1: the zoodles? Have Zucchini you had zoodles noodles? yet? At uh, Off Garden they have. Yeah, I had them. Little the zoodles, they were those good. good? Yeah, they're good. Zoodles. I don't know, John. What's happening? Well, you're life? doing good though. Is what I'm saying. Go well, go get your cow. Listen, and I don't know if it's going to cost two grand this time because you're getting a full cow. No, I'm not getting a full cow. You're going to buy another a but chest there's... freezer that's bigger. I'm
0: not going to do it. And we did save money. In Just the keep an eye yard. on that
1: power surge because it's, that goes out. You've lost no, two thousand dollars.
0: Absolutely. We did have power go out mm-hmm. at one point and that was nervous. Then racket. you're like,
1: we're have guess guess who's having meat <laughs> tonight. All of us. All your neighbors come over, you have the yeah, cookout of the century.
0: But that's a bad yeah. I don't know. I mean I don't know. I, I would love to know what the listeners think about the cow. Like the cow, it was good. It was better for me. It's a, And in the long run, like beef for beef out of the store, we certainly spent a lot less money. It's just, did we eat a lot more? That's the question.
1: I would feel, yeah, I would feel the pressure to eat it. So are you familiar with Marie Kondo and the whole like downsizing thing? Yeah. Like decluttering your life? Yeah. If it doesn't spark joy. Right. So my buddy's downsizing. He's, you know, all of his kids are grown now and he lives in a really nice home in a suburb of, of Dallas. So he's... He's moved He's moving. He's just moved in to a 890 square foot, like apartment that's attached to their offices with his wife. No way. And I saw it, and it's super nice inside, but it's just very stripped down. It's like he was like something about that Marie Kondo thing got to him. He said that he saw in that that the average person has three hundred thousand items in their home, and he goes, and we had four hundred thousand. Wow. So now they put them all on the list. You know, like buy it or or sell it, donate it give it away, mm-hmm. keep it. And you put, you do, so they've gone through everything in their house yeah. over the last, and he said, it'll test your marriage, which oh, I can wow. imagine Oh, I the whole imagine. negotiating of, especially if one of you is more attached to items. Well, I think they had both general. got to the point where they're like, we're going to do this. Yeah. And, but after seeing it, I was like, it kind of inspired me. I was like, well, we don't have kids. We don't need the size house we have either. Like we just, should we, I almost would rather travel more and have a, a smaller house. If yeah. you have to choose. Yeah. Right. But your house is a good investment for where it is, a good where it is yeah, it what is. market we're in. Yeah, we're not losing money or anything, but right. it's just like we wanted the big bonus room because I am like, we'll I have people over, and then we just don't have people over a lot. So it's well yeah. it's really just we don't use that room a lot. Yeah. It's weird. But people do come stay with you. They do. When they're in town. You're right. That's what makes it bonus. It's not that something a you bonus. Use all the time. Right.
0: But when you need it, it's a bonus. It's right there.
1: I think my dogs I think there are people who don't stay with us because of our dogs. Really? I don't know if they would say it, but I just think our dogs are very. If you don't, if you're not a dog person, mm-hmm. we don't have the right kind of dogs for you. Yeah, because you know we don't have the kind of dogs that are like now. Th- he never does this. We're like he always does this. Right. That he's going to do this. Right. He just. They, our dogs are very. They're not wild, but they're just. They love to kiss you and lick you and. Yeah. They want to be petted. They jump and, in your lap and they're 150 pounds. Yeah, they're big. Yeah. They're not 150, but they're big dogs. Yeah. And they shed. So people that come in they're like oh now i have dog hair on we try to keep the floors pretty swept up but it's it's a lot of hair but you're okay with it i don't know if i'm okay with you're it you're okay with it's part of the deal that people I mean, people may
0: not come stay at your house because of the dog and you're okay with that i want to talk be, about that
1: i want to be liked <laughs> i think we all want to be yeah i don't want people saying i like, oh, would go save a giant but it's dumb dogs yeah but i'm not willing to give up the dogs like you're willing at this point to punt ace into the ocean no, I'm not willing to go there. I have an 11-year-old that
0: <laughs> adores. And again, I love, a, I just want him. Yeah. Like, I had to pull him
1: off. Do you think he'll grow out of this? I do. I and think... he's little, so it's not like he can do that much damage. My dog, I mean, Toby's 88 pounds yeah. of just muscle. Mm. And he's got the pit bull legs, too, where he's got the legs off to the side like an action figure. Yeah. Where it's like, if he starts chasing you, like, there's no friction here, even. I will chase you down. Yeah. You're going down. Yeah. The big square triangular head thing. Yeah. Trapezoidal head. No, we don't have that with Ace. No. He's a little fluff ball, and he right. bites at your ankle some. So, yeah.
0: And then he, yeah. But still, you complain. That's fine. I do. But I just... Again, it's fun. I love the dog. I really, really do love the dog. And when I say it, it sounds like I don't. But I really, really do. So I'd like to let it be known publicly that I love my dog, Ace, and he's going to be okay. We're going to get there. Because mm. I'm sending him away for six weeks.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so the thing is, like, what you're probably really paying for is, like, even if he doesn't get trained at the end of this, I will have had six weeks. Of sleep. Yeah. You yeah. catch up.
0: I think I took him out. By the way, two- I
1: heard that c- catching up sleep is, not, is a myth, right? That's you what can't they really say. catch up.
0: But that can't be true.
1: Have you ever felt like I have finally caught up?
0: Well, I feel like that you get back into a pattern of sleeping. Yeah. That's the whole thing. Like, if you never caught up, then the first time you were sleep deprived, then the rest you of your life... S- you do you sleep, sleep
1: well, like, without melatonin or anything? Do you take something?
0: Uh, I have... So, my issue is, you remember this since college, I have that post-nasal drip. I can be not sick, no uh-huh. allergies, nothing, and for most of my adult life, um, I will start coughing in the middle of the night, and it can... Like, I would say 50% of the time, it's a very real possibility. I spend my life, I sleep with cough drops in my mouth, all these different
1: things. You sleep with a I would be afraid I'd wake up with like lozenges just, stuck I just to just my pillow. How,
0: I just learned how to do it. Like, and sometimes it works, sometimes I'll have a cough drop in, and it still I think what
1: the coughing is, is you're accidentally swallowing a cough drop halfway down and gagging no, yourself. It's
0: like this tickle. You wake up and your eye is pouring. Like, it's like Good that. Lord, John. Yeah. So, but I have in the last year or mm. so, two things. And I'm, I'm honestly grateful to Jesus for these things because, yeah. I mean, it's a big deal for me on the sleep. One, my pillow. I have a my pillow. Not a sponsor. Right. And I can fluff it and it keeps it fluff and I can kind of wrap it around my head and I can elevate a little bit without being just. Because I used to sleep sitting up sometimes.
1: To, wow, that's to, like an old man thing, yeah, sitting to, in a chair.
0: Because I can't get this tickle to stop in my throat kind of thing and this then trying, is torture it is it's been horrible
1: and then laura wakes up because she's a light sleeper right
0: so then i'm over here like trying to suppress this one cough in the middle of the night it's ridiculous so then secondly uh our worship director uh talisa gave me some stuff because she has like this vocal we talked about this before she has these two nasal sprays that apparently in nashville among the, the medical entertainer secret No. Well, they're two nasal sprays. They're both allergy. Oh, right. You put them two together. But their combination is supposed to be really great for helping vocalists who are constantly. and And that's part of the deal is I use my voice so much. I'm talking or singing or doing something every day. So I think it rags it. You know. So I take those two nasal sprays and I sit with my pillow. And for the most part now... I'm fine. Like I rarely But cough. that
1: doesn't have like a side effect of making you drowsy. It's just that you can now It actually does make you kind of okay, well, drowsy. So, that's, so you do it at but night.
0: But it's not, yeah, I don't, you're supposed to take it during the day, but I don't, I just don't need it. Yeah. Nighttime is when this issue happens. And I take an Allegra every day too.
1: So. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, I used to and I take a bunch
0: of vitamins too now.
1: I take a lot of vitamins now. <laughs> yeah. I, I never used to have problems sleeping and now I'm in hotel rooms so much and I get disoriented or if I wake up at night, so I need to sleep through the night. Yeah. And so I take melatonin now. I was taking I, I like, take it some I was taking like uh, diphenhydramine. Oh but yeah. Then I read a bunch of stuff about that.
0: Yeah, I, asked and my I don't doctor, know if it's all true. Which has been a drill everybody.
1: So Right, but, I, but I've read that like some of these things, they're linking them to dementia and stuff right. in life, and I don't want to risk it. So. so I asked
0: my doctor about that. Yeah. And he's a really like research based doctor. Uh-huh. And I told him, I was like, man, because I was having issues. Yeah, how do people
1: live in allergy ish- you know, right. areas? You're just like, I'm just going to not have memory. I have to choose between having the sniffles my whole life or having right. Alzheimer's. Or I can't sleep at night, by the yeah. way,
0: because I'm up coughing from the allergies. Yeah. And that also can lead to dementia. Like I was taking, trust me, I went down. This whole path, so I finally told so him. He like,
1: says it's junk.
0: He said, "He said he's read nothing in a legitimate." And
1: Indian if I life. have read it, I don't remember it. That's what he said. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I still take a Benadryl every once in a while if I really feel like. Yeah. Okay, I got a tickle or a cough. I'll take mm-hmm. one. And I'll just, I'll just.
1: Yeah, i would stay in the way. I, 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 I believe everything I read on the internet.
0: Sleep is more important to me. Than, it's true. than almost anything.
1: Like, yeah, but I don't know. I, um, to me, I have a ton of risk factors. Anyway, with my family, So I'm like, I don't want to do anything to like put myself in another category of like. Well, now. You're just gonna start forgetting your because I need to remember my act it's kind of part of my deal yeah but the melatonin is good and it does the same thing for me basically it's yeah. not as harsh but I have read and this makes sense to me people have like way more vivid dreams on melatonin some people yeah and I've noticed that with me because it puts you into a deeper sleep I guess mm-hmm. which so it's not like it's really affecting the dreams but I think you're going into a REM sleep quicker yep which is when you have deep dreams vivid dreams and so some people have like almost hallucinogenic violent dreams which you nightmares. Already kind of have a
0: problem with that
1: yeah and so i'm not sure if it's it's making the night terrors worse but uh it's not helping <laughs> but i'm sleeping yeah so so wait do you take dissolvable melatonin yeah pills? the ones yeah. that you just yeah, <coughs> yeah I do which i that. can't do it you i just chew it i just chew them up
0: what it takes i don't like know if that
1: matters 10 seconds does that matter uh, probably that's why you're having the nightmares I don't know. <laughs>
0: what I have noticed is, because I try to fall asleep reading. In fact, I thought about this. This is an idea for our listeners. I thought about it for dudes, because, you know, dudes really struggle to read. Most every friend I have, like, they just they just don't read a lot, and neither, I, like, I write so much it's kind of my excuse to not read, you know? And mm-hmm. the last year, it really kind of started on the cruise. I was like, you know, I had all these books I want to read, and I'm just going to do it. I want to read more as a part of life. And so... I use a red headlamp at night because the red light would not wake everybody else up in the room. So we had Sadie in the room, Laura in the room,
1: and it's supposed to not make the whole like dopamine effect, right? Right. The blue light, the red light's not making you, you know. It's just,
0: it's just. And we used a red light if you remember on our missions trip to Savannah,
1: Georgia. Remember that
0: trip me and you took?
1: No. Oh, the that one where you played at the at the Pickwick Dam.
0: Johnny, no, we took the kids.
1: Oh. Youth pastor. Savannah, Georgia, not Savannah. I mean, I'm thinking of Savannah, Tennessee.
0: No, no, Savannah, Georgia. When oh, we, where went, we
1: did Tabby Island. Tabby and Island and all that.
0: And we worked. We built it, what houses what and. Youth Works. It was YouthWorks. a youth works trip. hmm. And you drove a van, I drove a van. Everywhere, Van Van, yeah. remember that. And we went down, and at night, I was making the videos and stuff, yeah. and and so I was using red headlamp to not wake up the whole room. Right. So I kind of and then we did it in Panama red headlamp. It so. just wasn't
1: remarkable enough to me to remember your headlamp on Sorry. that trip. Yeah, you, like, you know sh- what I remember most about that trip is not what God did in the lives of our kids. It wasn't was was headlamp helping families uh, with their houses. It was man that headlamp. That headlamp, the really... stylish headlamp. <laughs> well,
0: I'm thinking about starting a red headlamp club, like for dudes. And like the whole idea is <laughs> at, at every, every night, what I try to do, not every night, right. but most every night I fall asleep reading now. And, and usually and, and my point of that was with the whole, um, uh, and it may be like, I, I'm reading either a, a theology book but I'm reading like that huge thousand page Ulysses S. Grant book right now. And I love it. So I might just read two, three pages a night, you know, and I'll fall asleep and I'll wake up and that, I find that that's better for me that. I fell asleep to that rather than the television. But I have noticed if I take one of those melatonin things yeah. and dissolve it, it is within 20 minutes, I'm gone. Like yeah. it is fast. You're a lightweight. Acting. That's like, good. Like I'm, I'm down. That's for what you count. want. Yeah. So, and it usually, I, but I I just, I think for the guys out there, especially like I'll talk to guys all the time. This is something like, I think for me as a pastor, I'm thinking about. So I'm, I'm looking at a sermon, either series or sermon about, um, about the accusation of the enemies. Mm -hmm. And what I mean is, is throughout history and throughout scripture, the things that people said about Jesus and his followers, that who hated Jesus and his followers, that there's a lot you can extract from that, that tells you something accurate. So we talked about this before, I think, but if, if you and I both witnessed a wreck, but we're on two, we have two opposing viewpoints about what actually happened in the wreck. And you say, well, he turned right. And then the guy pulled out in front of him. And I say, well, no, he turned right, but then he, he gunned it and hit the guy because the guy had plenty of time to get out, but this guy. You're saying one's at fault. I'm saying the other's at fault. But guess what we know is absolutely true? Someone turned right. Mm-hmm. like Because we it, within both sets, if you laid it over like a Venn diagram, that was true in both stories. No one's disputing that. So with Christians, everyone has this issue with like, well, yeah, but the Christians rewrote the history. They're the victors. And so – Therefore, somewhere in the Middle Ages, they said this and that, and they're writing – there's just, just like – I'll talk to, to sometimes young adults especially who will be like, yeah, how do we know that this actually was not something just written in by some monk in, in the dark ages that right. made Christianity look better? You know, So when you go back and look, especially realizing that the Bible is – the first half of the Bible and uh, the Old Testament is literally the holy book of someone who – who at times in history have been enemies of Christianity. Yeah. Like the Jews, you know, were the enemies of the early Christians. And so like when, so if there are things that they allow to remain in the historical or the biblical narrative, then you can rest assured the Christians didn't change that because the Jewish people were the first ones to say, oh no, like Mm -hmm. this is like, it's a holy book to them as well. So to that end, there's things that Christians were accused of that I I think is fascinating to find out what we would be accused of today by our enemies, and one of those is, and this is a long way to get to the Red Hat Red Lamp Club, but I think it makes sense.
1: Like, you almost said Red Hat Club by
0: the way. Red Hat Club. <laughs> That's another thing. I'm we Red starting. Hat ladies.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, we're going to meet at Shoney's. It's going to be it's amazing. It's going to be awesome.
0: And so. One of the things is, is like when Paul comes before Felix and Festus in that story, when he's being prison, he's, he appeals to Caesar to go to Rome. Yeah. He's trying to win this Roman governor to Christ. And the Roman governor says, oh, Paul, much learning has made you mad. Mm-hmm. Remember him saying that? Yeah. Like he, he begins to like, he goes, you would have me become a Christian. Like he's, he's getting to the guy because, but what he accuses him of is unbelievable. Like Paul, everyone thought this guy Paul is just studying like crazy. Much learning has just made you nuts, bro. You're just you're just spending all your time in that jail cell studying and, and learning and growing. I started thinking if our enemies accused us today as Christians, how many would say, Man, those right. Christians are crazy. All they do is learn and read and study and grow. Yeah. Like, I don't think that's an accusation someone would accuse me of, yeah. you know, that, that whether they agree he thought his viewpoint was crazy. Mm-hmm. But in the accusation, yeah, it was that it was crazy because he was a man of great learning. So, so something I want to challenge, like, people in my life, myself included, is like, hey, what a great accusation. Like what if we were people as the early church who like the Bereans who are fair minded who studied the scripture, it says I think in Acts somewhere between eight and ten. Like when when, when they arrived there, actually maybe later in the book of Acts, sorry, it's inconsequential. It's it doesn't matter. But it, You didn't do your research. Sorry, guys, yeah. To prove your point. It's immaterial here. But the point being that they said when they found it, the the Thessalonians were like rejected it, threw stones at Paul. The mm-hmm. Bereans heard the same message and they were like, No, we're gonna study this. We're going to be people of great learning. Yeah. And so I just feel like it would be a great thing for, for a lot of – especially – and I can only speak for dudes who, who feel like that they, – they feel very insecure about this. Like sometimes we'll talk and I'll reference a book and they're like, yeah, you can tell like they didn't read that. And, they're, and a guy told me the other day – I was writing with a guy and he was like, I haven't read a book since Purpose Driven Life. Mm-hmm. You know, and That's a very, very common thing and there's almost like this stigma and shame about it. And so instead of us going, my gosh, Christians are ignorant and stupid and they're uninformed. And, you know, there may be some truth to the fact that we do have a, I don't mean ignorance in a derogatory term, but there's an ignorance based upon.
1: There's an intellectual laziness sometimes, though, with I think all people now where you kind of. But I think Christians fall into it, too, where you kind of find someone who has said it better than you could have said it and go, well, he did the research. This is as far as I'll go on it. Yep. I'm just going to either redirect to him. I'll retweet him. Right. That does it for me instead of finding out for yourself. I mean, it could be a heretic. You don't know. Right. You know, you're just like, that backs up what I'm feeling. Oh, exactly. Right. So share away. Yeah. So, yeah, there's something that I think that's part of the deal. Sometimes we all get a little bit intellectually lazy where we're kind of like, I'll find the thing that confirms my bias and then I'll stop searching. (laughs) Yep. You know. You're exactly right. Something to support
0: the existing narrative that
1: I'm already leaning towards.
0: Yeah. And I think that's okay. I mean, I, I do think I am trying to read things that challenge me and all, but i also reading just things that I enjoy. But how cool would it be though if this is a practice I have found because I yeah. struggle with the same thing that that is? Hey, I may not be reading, you know, 27 books a year yeah. necessarily. I have found that I have read a lot more books this year than I normally do. And a lot of that's just, you know what, at night, my last five minutes or 20 minutes, however long I'm awake, Mm -hmm. uh, once Laura falls asleep, instead of just sitting there and mindlessly watching The Office, which I have usually already watched an episode of The Office by this point, I don't have to watch another three and then wake up and The Office is on. And, you know, like I would rather wake up with a book. That oh I fell asleep reading this, you know. And it, and it may have been two pages, it may have been twenty pages, but it'd be a cool kind of just practice that, that I, I know, like I'm, it, John. I'm, I'm inviting my friends out there to the red I'm, headlamp club. I'm with you. Yeah. With I you. don't
1: think I need a headlamp. I can just turn on my little I have like no, a little you need a red headlamp. I don't this To be in the club? It, it's gotta be Is it gonna be a is it gonna be John Driver little logo on the side of it? Dude, we could so make your own talk
0: about that headlamps. Oh my Wouldn't gosh. that be amazing? But you need the headlamp because Talk n- about lamp. What <laughs> Let's talk about lamp. <laughs> I think that what would be cool about it is to think I and mean, this is the community aspect of it for yeah. me. To think that while I'm doing this, you're doing this and yeah. someone like all different people. Then we places. all start
1: getting together have coffee, we talk about chapter eight. Yeah.
0: Or would you say, hey, you know, I'm gonna read that. that would be the idea. It's like a red headlamp. Not if you say book
1: club, every dude's out.
0: Like you know what I'm saying? That's why it's the red headlamp club.
1: <laughs> we Do we have to wear our headlamps at the coffee shop too? <laughs> Because <laughs> I'm in. What uh, you guys uh, spelunking or? <laughs> yeah, uh, I just, I just think it's like, a, I don't know. It's just,
0: a, it was just one of those cool ways.
1: I like it, John. If you
0: feel insecure about it, or you feel like you're, you're not like, well, that's
1: dumb. Buy a I mean, I to buy a to, book. You shouldn't feel insecure about learning.
0: If it takes you a year to read it, cool. Who cares? Like, right. for, forget about the quantification and trying to get, you know, like. But I do think that we as believers. It should be, though – I would rather be accused by those who are against what I believe for being one who immerses myself in knowledge instead of one, like you said, who finds a a sound bite or a tweet Mm -hmm. and makes that the basis of my intellectual journey or – we talked about this in membership this week – or – I need to find a really smart pastor who's gonna for the next forty five minutes every Sunday is gonna just blow up my universe so that for the next seven days I don't have to. Yeah. And it's like, well, I hope you find that guy and I hope he does blow up or that gal, and so they blow up your universe and it's great. And it leads you to want to experience that every day for yourself in some form or fashion. Like that's really the life in Christ. The life in Christ can't be once a week. It just it just literally can't be. But we have made it that, and we get the results of that. (laughs) We have, like you said, intellectually lazy. Lazy is a the wrong word. How about this scripture? This will help, Johnny.
1: Mm -hmm, mm No, lazy is what what I said, and I said what I said, John.
0: Another word would be – I was
1: speaking to myself a little bit, too, though. Sure, sure.
0: Another word would be idle. I love the scripture in Thessalonians. It says, uh, admonish the idle, and then another translation says lazy. Admonish – this is just a perfect community and a perfect leadership scripture. Admonish the idle Mm -hmm. slash lazy. Um, slash another translation I think that actually is um, oh Johnny I could look this up but it would be no. so much more satisfying if I could just remember it and use the brain that God gave me oh, unruly unruly. so lazy and unruly have similar translations there so you're just kind of idle you're kind of lazy and then perhaps it's a thing like I, I'm not going to do it <laughs> yeah. like sometimes we call it laziness sometimes it's, it's just like you know what no I'm not. I'm not going to do this. And he's speaking in terms of within Christian community admonishment. There, meaning like, hey, don't love your friends well enough to look at them in the eyes sometimes and go, hey, man, where are you at here? You know, like, like admonishment doesn't have to be some big, huge correction thing, but it is an acknowledgement that I love you well enough to find out where you are. Mm-hmm. Okay, admonish the unruly or, or the lazy. Encourage. I love this. Encourage the faint-hearted, and then it says, help the weak. And then it says, be patient with all. Like, it is like the perfect scripture of how to live your life as leaders and in community. Like, look, there are times we need to admonish each other. There are times that I need to really encourage you because you're faint hearted. There are times that you're feeling really, really. I've had a weak week. week. <laughs> like, yesterday was not my finest hour. I think I'm coming off of steroids. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And so like in the staff meeting, at one point I did, we were talking posts and I was just sharing, it's like, I'm going to share some things I'm struggling with really hard today. I'm not sure why. And I even asked one of the guys to pray for me. He's like, would you pray for me? <laughs> like, and I'm, I'm not, I'm not at my peak, you know, I needed help. Like, but sometimes what we do is, is we apply like, you know, if, if, if you all, if the only tool, what they say, the only tool in your toolbox is a hammer. Everything starts looking like a nail, Yeah. you know? And so we only use correction or only use encouragement. So everybody around us, around us, if they're like having a really weak moment, what we really need to do is probably encourage them. They're faint-hearted. They're struggling to mm-hmm. catch their breath. And instead, we admonish, and we lower the hammer. And right. You, you know,
1: or we encourage people that we need to correct. They need correction. Yeah. Oh man. Where it's like, well, hang in there. Do you get it right? But I'm not going to correct you. Right. We're scared to death to correct. Yeah. Yeah. And so like that
0: that gives us that that, that it's a multi-tool. You know that it's okay. It's okay that I I need to be helped sometimes. It's a Swiss Army. It's a Swiss Army biblical knife, Johnny. It is. It's a double-edged Swiss Army. And
1: somehow it has a red headlamp in there, too, probably, that (laughs) folds out.
0: (laughs) Dude, the Red Headlamp Club, you watch, Johnny. This is going to be... In fact, this may be a good moment for us to tell our listeners, maybe we can somehow incorporate Red Red Headlamp Club into what we have finally made available for you.
1: Which, which is john tell us tell the listeners
0: we have now established our patreon account Yeah. and um we'll tweet out a link uh to it talk about that
1: forward slash no more free lunch so, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: well i mean for the last you know it's been almost two years i think yeah. uh, that we've been doing the podcast and this year in 2019 um we've done it every week like we haven't missed a week this year
1: we've got some cool ideas too because some of you guys wanted to help support the show yeah Because it does take time to make the things. And what we want to do is make it better and better and spend some money marketing the show that we would get even more listeners. That's what all the money would go to. But one of the things we want to do is some giveaways. And we want to also, I had an idea of like taking some of our Patreon uh, supporters uh, once they start just rolling in by the dozens Mm. and tens. Yeah, I thought we would like to choose one of those at random to be on the show. If be that would be, yeah. Do you think it's a good idea? It's a cool Absolutely. Idea, right? Yeah, we could maybe take that. Oh, are they going to be remotely on the show or live? Yeah, we. I don't know. We have to figure out like a phone thing, probably. Yeah. Or we could bring them here. Yeah. But, uh, if if your, they're local and it figures it out,
0: maybe we could take them to lunch that day or whatever.
1: God, this is getting.
0: Yeah. Who wouldn't want to do this?
1: Yeah. So,
0: I mean, there may be a lot of listeners who wouldn't want to do this. Probably. Maybe terrify them to be on the show, but. Um, oh, I
1: think there are people that, yeah, they're like, I could I could be as interesting as these clowns. Let's yeah, go. probably so. Yeah.
0: So uh, I I will say that we would love, we would actually ask for your support. And Johnny's right. What we're going to do right now is, is we're going to expand our ability to get this to more people. That, yeah. That's really what we're trying to do. We feel like in hearing from you, in fact, man, there was, a, I'm not going to say what it was because I really want to preserve some privacy. But somebody really, it was a tweet, but somebody really tweeted out something that was awesome about struggles in their life and things and the way that. Uh, God used our conversations to kind of help them hang on to faith yeah. when they really wanted to let go of it. That was moving. We get a lot of other things about that just was super and,
1: cool, and, and, it was. and yeah, it was amazingly uh, gratifying. So. Yeah, yeah, we're very grateful. Thanks for listening.
0: Yeah, I'm grateful to God for that. Um, that it helped, and I mean, and, and humbling is like, wow. And we're just sitting here, kind of just sharing life and our own brokenness, and the thing that God would use that is amazing. And then we have a lot of fun. People just tell us say, you, you were at a show this week in Macon, right? Where you had several people just tell you, hey, they love yeah, the show. They
1: love it. One of the guys that came and who may be listening now is uh, I got to meet uh, this guy named Jawan De Vivo, who is the one of the guitar players for Casting Crowns. Oh wow! So Who's you know they're doing like arenas and it's crazy. Yeah. And uh, we've become friends on Twitter. But he's a fan of my comedy. He brought his whole family. Wow. They drove. They drove to come see the show.
0: That's amazing.
1: And uh, so I got to hang out with him and, and get to know him some. And he was in town because they're getting ready to leave on bus tour yeah. to go somewhere. And, uh, but yeah, they were super, super cool people. And so we need to interview him. Joanne would have some cool stories, I'm sure, from their whole yeah experiences.
0: Is that, absolutely. So it's great.
1: So I said he should have uh, his own. I said, I can't believe you don't have your own Bible study called Devo's with DeVivo. Like that's. <laughs> And he was like, "Why have I never?" I was wow. like, "All oh, I want's <laughs> ten percent, just ten, yeah, just
0: yeah, just a tithe." And so, and we're not really going to tell you what percentage you should give.
1: Um, you guys just do as the Lord would lead. Yeah,
0: it would be awesome though if we could have a budget.
1: Maybe if you're, uh, maybe you don't have money of your own, you go in, you find your mom or your dad's credit card. <laughs> Right. We, we yes, Johnny. Remember, there's the three-digit number on the back. Right. We need that. You're gonna need that. Expiration so, date. Yeah. The whole deal.
0: Yeah. So we'll put out. We'll we'll uh, when we tweet the show, we'll make sure we'll that put we put a little Patreon
1: link. Little Patreon. Some links. people want. To, it's just just a few shekels. We don't need. But it's just if everybody gave whatever. Right. Then it's gonna I, get better and better. It's gonna be. We got a lot. Of, we got a lot of cool ideas. Yeah. Just yeah. If everyone gave just whatever, a, it'd be just a slush fund that we can somehow. <laughs> Use and abuse. <laughs> no, we got some ideas cool for marketing. And I'm actually working with a social media manager now for my own yeah. uh, comedy stuff uh, that I just met with last week. So we're trying to hatch the plan. So he'd probably be, cr- you know, we could cross pollinate a little bit. Nice. Uh, that's nice. that's a term. And right. That's how they made broccoli. It is. It's yeah. how they made broccoli. Yeah. There you yeah. go.
0: Yeah. The idea would be that, I mean, for us, it's expanding, I think, not just our reach marketing wise, but also our team. You know, like mm-hmm. you just said, however that would come, that there are ways that we, we need other people on the team because both of us are usually at work and in, in, in other things. And we, this is very important to us. So we make it happen. So we know that there are others who can take it further than us and help join that team with us. And, uh, we're making that, that content, but let them really help focus on getting it to more and more listeners. So that would be, um, exciting. So Patreon, uh, we also had another thing, uh, that I, I, we were supposed to talk about two weeks ago. Oh Yeah. Yeah. So hanging in my office right now, I'm really excited to announce, and I feel very weird about it, but I was supposed to because I need to announce something else, oh, too. Oh, right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I won another award. Another award. I did. I won another award. So you're now you're one up on me.
0: Uh, well, it's another silver.
1: Yeah. So it's not. So two silvers a, equals a.
0: Two silvers. Yeah. Is that a gold? Two silvers equals a gold? I don't think so. I'm still. So I said to the, our agent, I "Was like this continues to be the second funniest thing that some people out there are reading." So that's yeah.
1: the, This was the reader's the reader's favorite. Who awards. won number one? Do you even know?
0: I I, I looked at it. But I don't remember.
1: Oh wow! You just you just look at your name. I just like, looked at it, right. I cropped you know all that play. out and <laughs> <no>. <laughs> and the two you crop the two yeah. out too. You're like, look at this <laughs> another
0: another award. award. So but yeah but uh, yeah so it's it's I'm actually really grateful and surprised.
1: This one's got a red or a, a yellow and green ribbon yeah and it looks very official it looks very nobel peace prize
0: it's got a, yeah it's uh it, it's, it's very ornate similar in size and weight to the ippy but this is now the rippy i don't know what we call it it's a,
1: this is a lot of and you're wearing these to bed right does this if impress your wife at all it, just the medals that's right i come and you're like yeah just, whatever you're brushing your teeth
0: <laughs> yeah i don't know it hangs in my office right now yeah um I had to have Jeffrey take some pictures of it at the photo shoot because I need to post about it It needs to be on my website they're I'm big finding. they're
1: they're pretty big yeah
0: they look it's a flavor flavor situation it's a yeah they they're I mean they're substantial they're heavy so remember that episode of Andy Griffith where Barney was underweight? Uh, to be a policeman, yeah, and, and the rules said that you had to wear a uniform with chain, which is supposed to be like dog tags or whatever. Mm-hmm. So the way they got through it is they put that huge chain under his shirt. You know, there was get, yeah. another epi- every episode of Andy Griffith is when he lies. They lie. Everything's about lying in order to get through it, and we all go, "Wow, it's so wholesome."
1: Yeah, Sadie watches. They didn't tell Aunt B they didn't like her pie or whatever, right? Or, or her pickles. It to yeah, tastes like, like kerosene. Yeah,
0: it's still my favorite show, and Sadie watches it with Nanny upstairs all the time, and she uh-huh. loves it. She's that's watching great. The- it. translates absolutely. But anyway, that's what this reminds me of. It's a heavy metal. Um, yeah. that, uh, but I'm, I'm very grateful to the people from Readers' Choice, and sorry, Readers' Favorite. Sorry, I think Readers' Choice is still another award that's a
1: possibility out there. Readers' so. Digest is. They haven't said anything. No, they I haven't don't. heard from them at all. They said don't contact us.
0: But to that end, though, our publisher has um, for the month of September. So you still several weeks left. You can buy the uh, digital version on all platforms of the Ultimate Guy for the Avon Endorsement for a that's
1: unbelievable, John. And it may
0: be 99 cents in places. How are you ever going to make money? I'm not making any money
1: off of it. This is insane. So, yes. We this is like Crazy Larry's Furniture Warehouse. It really
0: is. They like, said
1: order one. I thought they said a ton. And then we passed the savings on to got, you. Yeah. yeah like,
0: they all got to move, guys. These digital versions are all sitting right now so They're in the cloud, floating above cloud, us. Just
1: waiting to be sold. Not on a cloud. They're in the cloud. Right.
0: Well, you're going to be on a cloud after
1: you read the book, though, John. Or if you were to die, because that's what we think heaven is right it's floating on a cloud
0: (laughs) so you can go to amazon or go wherever kindle version or apple wherever and you can get you should go download it or send it to they have an endorsement we are going to have a big i think christmas push this will be the first time the book is out at the holidays so we are excited about
1: it's going to be big possibility
0: of being a big gift uh for people because this is something you're going to know an endorsement in your life
1: award-winning book
0: it is now a double award-winning book I tell you I'm working on not only the sequel ideas. I have enough to write the sequel.
1: You I'm need enough. three because it needs to be a trilogy like Star Wars. Ne- that's the key.
0: It needs to be. It needs to be. But I have to get the publisher to want to do that at some yeah. point. So that's why I need you guys to go buy more of these Kindle versions. But I have another, like, ultimate survival guide idea. But I, I want to just save it for another time.
1: I'll just tease it. Oh, that's yeah. this is what we do in radio. Yeah. You tease. I'm just teasing that. So, But, okay.
0: but I'm, I'm always thinking about those things. So... But uh, yeah, so make sure you guys so go check out Patreon, become uh, a, if you're already a loyal listener, why not become a loyal supporter, you know? And then you can go check out the dollar ninety nine, have an endorsement book, you can pass it off, you can send it to your friends or whatever, or you know, you can get the digital version now, so you'll mm-hmm. wanna buy those hard copies at Christmas because you're gonna be like, Oh my gosh, I gotta see these illustrations, I gotta turn the page. You know, you should go follow Johnny on Instagram. And you should get all of your friends to do so because Johnny yeah. is a great Instagram follower.
1: I think follow, follow, follow. follow. I'm, I'm falling back sometimes yeah. too. Sometimes
0: you're not guaranteeing our listeners. I'm not. <laughs> Just sorry that I botched that. You, you should do. still
1: go do it for Johnny. Do it, please. <laughs> I need to. I'm trying to build my following back up after I was hacked and stolen yeah. and shut down.
0: It really is a sad. thing It's a that tragedy. I,
1: to I mean, it's not a real tragedy. Right. Our our great ancestors would be like, what?
0: My That's God. your thing? You lost people you, who lost you don't know. You lost imaginary
1: hearts. Right. That's what you lost <laughs> for your dumb photography. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, but. yeah, you should go do all those things. And also always subscribe. And if, if something in this episode uh, made a difference for you, may may make a difference for your friends. So you should probably share it with them and be like, hey, you should listen to this. I think
1: just the headlamp industry. Let me tell you something. There's going to be a spike uh-huh. in headlamp sales. Yep.
0: Yeah, I really would. I, I do think that I want to know who's yes. going to join the, the red headlamp. Camp.
1: I'm in, John. You right. can count me in.
0: Johnny's in. And so you guys, you can go to Lowe's or Walmart and buy those headlamps. Usually they're they're white balls, but if you, they have a head, they have a red, a red setting.
1: setting, you just got to hit the button four times. And then there's one. a red flashing setting that will alarm your pets and children. Right. You don't want to use that You don't one. want that. It'd be hard to read to that. Yeah. But you're
0: going to feel so great when you wake up with a book on your mm-hmm. chest like, hey, fell asleep reading this you know that's i'm a good. little smarter it's a little bit smarter and the accusation of your enemies will be that you are mad with learning
1: yeah so anyway hey this is also the next toby <laughs> <W>. mackerel
0: <laughs> mad with learning yo <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> all right guys thank you for listening we really enjoyed it we'll see you next time huh? talk about
1: lamp